Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am your host, Ron Kolick, and with me across the pond is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Stephen Parsons. Yo, how's it hanging? What the hell is that? Yo, how's it hanging? You do that all the time. It makes absolutely no sense. It's like you try to be hip, but everybody knows you're not. So it's like a waste of energy and breath and my All right, I, I'll, pull my tra- I'll pull my trousers back up then. And yeah. yeah, you say that all the time, you know. But anyway... So uh, yeah, thank trying you. to be hip and down with the kids. Yeah, you always say that, but like, don't yeah, try. Work, it? Don't try. It no, it doesn't really. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh, I want to thank you and Ian for uh, filling in last week. You guys did a great job. I listened to the show. Uh, berating me, you did a good job. So, anyways, uh, I was most appreciative. Sorry, was that a compliment then? What was that? Is that nearly a compliment? No, not really. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Have me no. fooled for a minute. Yeah. So I'm not sure why you had to end on the show since you did most of the talking. So I, I, I quite, couldn't figure that part out, but whatever. It was your show. <laughs> you do most of the talking when I'm here. I never talk. You do most of the interrupting when I'm That's here. what you said on the show. I listened. <laughs> Trust me. I wrote everything down, took notes. <laughs> I'm oh, ready God. to use that in the future. Oh, day. God. Anyway, you uh, need an exorcism. So, if you didn't hear the show, tune in to iTunes or on Tuesday and you can listen to Steve and Ann talk about cemeteries, which was. Which I think might be the only edition of Ghost Chronicles where you're not on. Um, in recent years. And certainly in the past five years. Because I, 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 I don't think I've ever missed a show. No, I was sitting totally, back. Totally, There are oh. one times when my, I had to go to my father's funeral and I missed most of it. <laughs> but, well, I've been, I've been doing it now with you for six years now on, and I don't recall you ever missing an international. Mm-hmm. Well, it is what it is. Anyways, you have to do what you have to do. You but um, the first half of the show, we're gonna have, we're gonna, in the second half, we're going to talk about uh, haunted Britain or UK or whatever it is over there that they call themselves now. Oh, talk about Britain. I heard it. Oh, yeah. I heard it. An unbelievable fact, which really shocked me. And it said there are more murders in London than yeah. in New York City. Yeah, we've claimed the title back. How the uh, hell? I mean, you guys don't even have guns. Well, well, incre- well incredibly, the two that took place yesterday were both shootings. So wait a minute, you guys, uh, guns are pretty much... No, big. no, no, only, only bad guys have guns in Britain. Exactly. So Yeah, all, all the right, good guys have had to hand those in. Our, ah. our gun lobby made us give, give all our guns away. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so it's really not doing anything. Uh, I don't know. Everybody no. just like, no. you know, I mean, when, when, when anything like... As, all right, go ahead. I'll let you talk. Well, I was going to say, as soon as, um, as soon as he handed the guns in, knife crime went through the ceiling. 
Exactly. And, and, and you know, the interesting thing, as soon as we have uh, any type of, uh, of shootings or, or deaths here, and, and we've had a, a few over the past few years, it's, it's not like they're every day, though, like people like to, to think that. But it, they're terrible because they usually involve children. And so that part is really sad. So the first thing they say is ban the guns. But that's not going to solve the problem, as you well know, since they have banned the guns in the London <laughs> But, well, I mean, the only thing that then happens is all the good guys hand their guns in and all the bad guys get to keep the guns because right. all the guns go underground and they're still used. But they, they're then untraceable. Do you know, do you know the, the biggest mass murder in the, the United States was not by a gun but by fertilizer? And that oh, was the, the, uh, the Oklahoma bombing. The Oklahoma bombing. So, I mean, if, right. if people want to kill, they're going to kill. And, and that's the sad part. I mean, we just had that bomber that was making bombs up in uh, Texas. And, uh, you know, it's terrible. And, and, of course, in China, they had that uh, whole sh- shootload of people got uh, stabbed to death. Uh, the guy went wild on it. So, I mean, if people want to kill, they want to kill. You tighten security. Well, Don't get me wrong on that. Uh, no, but- no, I agree. I mean, our late, the latest response of uh, our government to the re- the increase in knife crime was to ban the use, the carrying of any uh, pointed implements as an offensive weapon. I'll tell the but- Russians that. Now, yeah, on the basis of what, how they define it is that if you go, if you, uh, I mean, pretty much anything they can define as an offensive weapon. But you are, we are now not allowed to carry pocket knives if the blade locks into position and is over four inches in length. So yeah. your le- your Leatherman, your Gerber multi tools in the UK mm-hmm. would get you in, potentially into serious trouble. Right. And you know what's intriguing, too? And, and we really got on to guns. I didn't want to get into guns, but intriguing. And Massachusetts is one of the, the toughest gun laws in, in the country. And yet every day you put on the news and you hear some sh- shooting in Boston. So, uh, you know, that's not the answer. This, this, it's far greater than that. But let's not go on. Let's go on to something that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, did you see that news article right at the start just before Easter? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know if I saw this before Easter, but I did see it, and that's the one I, I sent to you. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, it, it's kind of hand in hand, yeah, because the Vatican are training up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of exorcists. Yeah. Because they're claiming that there were five, half a million alleged cases of demonic possession in Italy mm-hmm. annually. So their response is to train up a whole new army of exorcists. And, and you know, if you if you leave, follow the Bible at all, it, it pretty much comes into that Armageddon and the battle between good and evil and, uh, you know, oh. but whatever. I really didn't want to get into too much about uh, that part of it. What I really wanted to talk about was this particular woman. Uh, and I'm not going to tell her name, by the way. I, I really don't want to. Oh, go on. No, I do not. I don't want to give them any credence, as you once told me. And, as yeah, yeah. Don't give them the oxygen of publicity. Exactly. So anyways, uh, they did this fantastic article on her, and I started reading it. And you know, I, and I, I believe in exorcisms. I've attended some for the Catholic Church, so I know pretty much what they're, they're uh, you know, kind of about. And um so, so anyways, uh, th- this woman who is uh, – and, and I'll start off with her first slide. It says, I did my first real exorcism when I was 31. I am now 38 mm-hmm. for almost six years. 
and uh, it said that she only did it by word of mouth. But uh, when I first started out, I averaged one or two exorcisms a week. As the years pass, I work one or two a day. Now I have a waiting list. Bless her. Yeah. So the first thing I have in problem with this is that the Catholic Church, who has been doing exorcisms for how long? 2,000 years? At least. (laughs) 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 If you you count when he's alive, I guess uh, it might be a little 2,000 a few. (laughs) But anyways, uh, so, you know, they have somewhat experience in it, and so this woman uh, at 31 decided she was an exorcist and now has been doing it. Uh, so she evidently, she... It's the first line of the next paragraph that I that gets me. Oh, yeah, why don't you say that? That's a good... I, yeah. I know, I keep she going. claims, she yes. claims that she may be, I'll quote her, yeah. I may be the only person in the world who can identify an entity, what most people through history have called a demon, and make it disappear. Oh, that's she's she's just so special, you know. I I, I just amazed special, by her. Special, yeah, in many many ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, you know, it's only person. I mean, that is a heck of a burden to carry, isn't it? I, I know, I know. And it, it, it's it, it, good thing she's humble, uh, you know. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and the, you know, and, and the, you know, I mean, she's really good at this. Uh, you know, it, it, it says that it, it lives off fears, depression, anxiety, and a host of other negative energies and emotions, which I believe. I, I, I feel that true. I think that even in, um, in in what we do, we can see that there were, were some cases of hauntings that when there is fear and depression, which, which by the way, it's, it's going to be one of the uh, events at, at Spirit Quest this year is uh, In Search of Fear, which will be the, uh, the ghost hunt. But what we've done is amped up the fear factor. I mean, this sounds so much like a, uh, uh, what do you call those events that you always bitch about? <laughs> a, a cheesy ghost hunt. Yeah, cheesy ghost But this is actually a real demonstration. I've just had, I've just had an idea, actually, for, for Spirit Quest 2019. We could actually hunt for the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know. I'm thinking of hunting demons, you know. Why not? I mean, this is... Well, everybody else is. Yeah, evidently. So, uh, anyways, it, there, there is, this is going to be part of a, an experiment that we're doing, and it's nothing to do with trying to make it sensationalism, although it sounds like that. Uh, but anyways, we we yeah, we. I we'll quit while you're ahead. I know. I just keep my <laughs> mouth shut and just keep quiet. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, she goes on to say that uh, many people have entities with them for ten years or ten days, but it's interfering with their lives until they're gone. Things are going to get better. Aren't going to get better uh, until they find me. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, so. Anyways, possessions are super possessions are super common. That's because every let me get this, every single person on this planet was probably possessed at one point or another in their lives. In ninety nine percent oh not ninety nine point nine. Wow, that's she's she's being obviously, a little she uh, she obviously doesn't uh, doesn't subscribe to the Richard Felix school of statistics. Eh? <laughs> 99% of walking uh, are walking around with entities now, and they're totally oblivious to them. They may suspect something is wrong, but they may attribute it to stress, a bad boss, 
a fight or they just had with their boyfriend or uh, whatever. I mean, so or, or athlete's foot. Yeah. So all those things, if you have a fight with your boyfriend and everything, that's, you know, it's, it's not your fault. It's, you know, you're probably possessed. So, I mean, so are you digging this girl right now? I am. I mean, I want to. I mean, we've got to get her on the show because she can. I, I, she go in a show. She, she's. Yeah, she, she can. can. If this, we'll just we'll get on the waiting list because she can ID our frequency, our energy signature. What, what is that? What are you talking about now, Steve? Scroll down. No, I'm, I'm, that, that was your introduction to talk about it. <laughs> oh, because she makes this other bizarre claim. I mean, apart yes. from the, the possessed don't usually project our vomit. Well, oh, my two, well, my two-year-old used to. Yeah. Um, that she can ID your, quote, frequency, which is the energy signature or the mirror of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Can't That's you just not... do fingerprints like normal police departments? No, no. But remember, she's the only one, the person in the world that could do this, right? And she can actually, oh, it gets better if you go down. <laughs> keep going, keep going. She can actually see the entities. Just because I understand what entities are and what to do with them doesn't mean they've stopped harassing me. Oh, dear. I witness them attached to people in public spaces. I see them floating through the air looking for the... She's been watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> and, they, and they visit me, though they typically do it in one of two ways. The first is to say, here you go, this is it. Hey, I'm an entity. Here I am. <laughs> which happens when an entity approaches me with a stare down yet doesn't try to attach the second occurs when an entity attempts to push itself inside me <sighs> the sense is that they do this to suss out what I am and how and why I'm so different from most humans of yes course. love She's so different. you are you are indeed love very different I think so uh, you know, I, and she's very humble about it. That's the whole thing that I, I really I, like. I think you know, the actual, well, I think the actual wording is psychiatrically disturbed, deluded. No, I, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I, I think good. she thinks she's uh, special, and uh, I'm, I'm just amazed at her, 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 you know, her abilities. You know, so, anyways, uh, no entities except the highest order and the most benevolent, the ones like. Realm walkers, ooh, are out to kill you. Ooh, realm now walkers. She, yeah, now she's been watching the X-Files. Weren't they now, in Series 5? Yeah, I think that was in Series 5. I, I think I've got my next uh, Spirit Quest next year. Spirit Quest, the realm walkers. What do you think? <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I'm digging we, this. I, 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 think we, I think we can get this. Oh, can I, can I just change the subject a little? While we're on the subject, of, well, while we're on the subject of exorcism, all right. So I should stays with the subject, yeah. Well, it is because yeah. Sorry, you know, go ahead. A couple of weeks ago, you asked me if I'd had any letters from our favourite preacher. Yes, yes. And I hadn't heard from him for the longest Peter, time. Peter Popoff, we're talking about, right? I am the Reverend Peter Popoff. Yes. Until today. Hmm. And on. yeah, not not. Is it a cease and desist order? No, not half a dozen hours ago, um, a letter popped through the door. Oh, I get that pop. That was a good pun. Yeah, popped, popped through the door. Yep. Uh, a bulging yellow envelope. Ooh, uh, bulging. Yeah, and out of it comes a selection of papers, one of which is um, a thing for filling in credit card details. Don't need that. A, pre- <laughs> a prepaid return envelope. Don't need that. And oh, here we go. Stephen. 
miracles are happening so fast i can't keep up with them wow. but your miracle is just about complete and i can say just as god told me Stephen, you are two faith steps away from your miracle just two, two steps two, did he say two feet steps yeah from uh, <laughs> hallelujah hang on just this is the best bit okay just two steps from seeing your right leg healed and receiving some special help with the money problems you are facing hallelujah hang on now so that's the first four pages, right? So then you excited. That's, that's so, I'm really happy for you, Steve. I, 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 the, I have... There is normally mm-hmm. um, a, a gift. Oh yeah, that's right. So and you've I, got some amazing gifts too for him. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you know, I, I went a bit further, and lo, there was a polythene bag. Oh, good. I know my heart. So. Inside the, poly- inside, the pol- inside the polythene bag, there were two more sheets of paper. Of but clearly, so- are you ready to enter the secret circle of God's supernatural blessing? Oh, yes. Oh, maybe that's where this exorcist is. God has instructed me to enclose this hand of God prayer cloth. <gasps> now, Hallelujah. you open this and it's a roughly hand-shaped piece of... Well, I... I, I I suppose you could call it cloth. It's woven. Uh-huh. And it's flimsiest, cheapest. It looks like it's been cut out by a five-year-old with a pair of very bad scissors. God works in mysterious ways. He does. And yeah. So, you must return it to me with your needs written in the palm of your hand. Then take <gasps> the enclosed, yeah, enclosed package of holy oil and next to it... Yeah, holy oil too? Is a it's like a sachet that you get uh, with mayonnaise or ketchup wow. in it, and it says uh, Rev Peter Popoff's Holy Land Anointing Oil, okay. and there's a sort of uh, yeah. So what you do is um, you take the enclosed package of holy oil and uh. completely cover your hand, place your hand onto the hand of God prayer cloth, You're letting the oil the saturate the stills the water and sorry. Then, then fold, fold it back up and return yep. it to him. Oh, there's another instruction. Uh, along with the page. So uh, there's another piece of sheet of paper here. Beneath that is a... <coughs> it's it's an, a letter-sized sheet of paper um, with a chapter 28 from Deuteronomy. And what looks like what looks like somebody's drawn round their hand in ballpoint pen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, across it. Okay. Um, now, what I have to do is I have to put my hand over that hand after mm-hmm. smearing it in this mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you put it all in, back into the plastic bag, wrap, your, wrap the cloth mm-hmm. with your seed gift of, ah, there we go, of 20 pounds... Uh, say saying i confess boldly god's plan is to prosper me elevate me and cause his favor to shine upon me hallelujah follow, do you know what what a load of old shit what what sorry what it is a load of old tush that's yeah, not i mean to it cast dispersion on peter pop is a ministry whoa well i just did god <laughs> God, if you're listening, I apologise profusely to you. All you had to do was give him a fake credit card number. Yeah. 
God, as I said, I pref- I, I, I apologise profusely to you, but you really ought to strike this man down with one of these spur bolts of lightning if you have one. Yeah, I'm sure he has a few ha- popping around. What is that binging sound? That was Peter Popoff. It's God. <laughs> now you've done it. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, Peter Popoff. If you uh, want more to know more about the Peter Popoff ministry, go online. I'm sure he's there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I just oh, thought, you know, as you know, you, no, that was right. Ask, in, that was right. You asked me a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yeah, it's um, right. In what we're talking about? Yes, yes. You know, exorcisms and and divine healing and all that stuff. Uh, extortion. Yes. Uh, uh, well, whatever. That's a little strong, but, uh, but. Well, you know, if you were vulnerable and weak, and you know you were having a you know a difficult time of things, this is actually preying on the vulnerable. Because uh, wait a minute, isn't that the rap on mediums? No, I've got no issue with people going to mediums. It's uh, you know they're grown ups. If they want to, if they want to go and seek solace, unless, unless they clean you out. Well, yeah, I mean, there, Which always, have, there have been cases. Yeah, but there are uh, there are rogues in every in every walk of life, aren't there? But if people want to, you know, Nigerian princes. If people want to spend their money going to uh-huh. going to a psychic or a medium or a fortune teller or, or anybody else for that matter, then they're grown ups. But what Popoff is doing is essentially scaring people and saying that you know you've had a crap life and you've no, had no, poor no. health. Yeah, wait a minute. I, I, I God, disagree. God I has... am going to disagree with you, Mister Steve. Okay. Okay. And, and he's not he's not uh, saying uh, you know you have to send me this money or. I'm going to smack you dead. Yeah. If you would like to be cured, send me money. Which is tantamount to a similar thing in that not quite. If, if you are having a really you know, sort of bad run of luck, yeah. uh-huh. And, uh-huh. You, know, you know, you've suffered from ill health or people get desperate in those circumstances and right. desperate people turn to desperate measures right. and they start, you know, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe I, I, I will. Things will improve. This guy is a real, you know, he's promised me that God, God is on my side. And he can't get a higher guarantee than God. I mean, I we, know, swear, I we swear on the Bible in the court of law. Right. Well, so, you know, they're trying to stop we, that in the United States, I'm sure. Well, you know. You don't have to, actually. Because, here you know. in the UK, people, you know, it, it's, you swear an oath to, you know, under, under God or on the Bible. Right. That you will. So the name of God and what Popoff is doing is basically trading on that and saying, you know, um, give me money. Right. And send me back this cheap bit of cloth covered in mayonnaise. We're running out of time, and I I do want to move on from Mr. Popoff. Yep, that's all right. And and one of the things you and I talked about before was uh, that uh, some TV shows and and other people have uh, say – you know, oh, I have demons follow me, and, and I can't say the name. And and you and I talked about this. And, yes, we did. And, and and what was your 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 answer to that? Well, it's not my answer. It's uh, the the way to control the demon, uh, according to the Malleus Maleficarum, uh, is to know its name. What is the Marius Marfan column? So what, it's the hammer of the witches. It's the book. It's the book that all the exorcists use. It's mm. the it's the Exorcist Bible. Right. And these, in fact, it comes from the Bible itself because it says in the Bible, uh, I can't remember the exact 
um, book or chapter so or verse. <laughs> but it does say that to know the name of a demon is to know is to own the demon, control the demon. Exactly. And, yeah. So it actually comes from uh, the highest authority. In fact, when they 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 do an exorcism, they actually ask for the demon's name. Correct. So if you can't say the demon's name, you're in big doo-doos. Yeah, that's right. And because, uh, you know, I have a an old hardcover book here of a list of all the demons. And uh, I've always threatened that I would start, every show, start giving out a few of them uh, over the years. So, But I've received too many people saying, no, don't do that. So, whatever. Anyway. Well, I cheerfully do it. I'd do it. Me too. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> we could trump my demon, trumps your demon. <laughs> Well, so, anyways, yeah, going, the same book. Yeah, going back to um, uh, our exorcist here. Uh, one of the things she also does mention, of course, is I didn't know if you realize this, but she does get paid for this. Oh well, I, well, it's important. I, right. You know, I mean, Peter Popoff needs to make a living, and this woman needs to make a living too. Right. Well, her her uh, she has ex- expenses. Her explanation, exactly. Her explanation for this is uh, when she performs an exorcism, uh, a client comes over to her, but she can't take him in her regular house because she has pets and and, uh, she didn't want to subject her home to pets to dark energies, you know, and uh, and also the work is very, uh, you know, dangerous as well. Uh, And so she has what they call her spirit house. So she takes the people there and performs the exorcism in her spirit house. Um, And it's in Los Angeles, of course, and it's very expensive. So that's why she charges uh, them money, which is, you know, part of the expenses, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, people have expenses. Does it say whereabouts in LA it is, the spirit house? I do not, no, it does not that I see it. You've got to be this careful, is, because if she's inviting all these all these spirits into the spirit house with the person to do the exorcism, once she's exorcised them out of the body of the possessed... Where do they uh, go? Well, you know, I'm just thinking, Zach could get in on this. Yeah, I'm sure he could. He you could know, probably, I mean, yeah. you know, he's bought, he's bought that, that um, fixer-upper and then knocked it down. You know, there's a... There's a, a there's potentially for Zach, isn't there? You know, a new new property on his uh, in his portfolio. Oh, I, I like this. This is good too. Pre- previously haunted. Yeah, she says. Uh, are there, and we're almost running out of time, so I want to wrap this up. But she says, are there specific ways to prep for an exorcism? Depending on the client and the issues they're facing, as revealed by the messages I've received from spirit i'll give instructions about what to do before an exorcism i tell people to meditate beforehand i tell others not to eat meat makes sense to me and i assist a lot of my clients fast the day before and tell others not to wear metal because it emanates a particular frequency so that's good to know right Unfortunately, here's the tunes, and we got to go. So that's the end of our exorcism. We'll we'll talk about this another time. Uh, We come back, Haunted Britain. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tojanet, radio with a cutting edge. 
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Fading music means we're back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International. We've done with the exorcisms and Peter Popoffs and Mad Ladies from Los Angeles for now. And we're going to zoom back across to uh, this side of the Atlantic. And one of the star attractions of Spirit Quest 2018, the man who is vying for the mic crown of being the best Brit at Spirit, the only Brit at Spirit Quest. Um, with the topic of uh, what's the talk is in search of Britain's most haunted castle. So I don't know whether to welcome Dylan as the speaker of Spirit Quest or the teller of curious tales. But good evening, Dylan. Good evening. How are you? We know who I am because we're talking to you in the Adbury. I said, how are you? Dear me. Oh. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Spirit Quest this year. Really, really glad to be there and uh, going to be that's looking you, at... Uh, that's because you haven't been before. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. And, and as my uh, co-host neglected, even though I did give him instructions, Dylan, could you tell us, uh, you know... Not yet. Your ex- what do you mean, not yet? Because he's going to talk about us. What? Yeah, I was going to do it in a, little, in a little while. Where can people find you? Which is what we normally say to the guests. No, no, the no. You, would, you should have introduced him as the expert because he has his... Oh, God. People no, have... now you're changing the rules. No, we, no, we I'm norm- not going to. No, no. We normally what? say to the guests, so where can people find out more about what the subject you've been talking about tonight? Because people only listen to the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds of the show anyway. Yeah, but they fast forward to the end and then click the links from there. They don't want it now. Uh, 
That's dumb. We've never done that. God forgive me. God might, but would Peter pop off? No, I know it. I'd just give him a bad credit card tomorrow. That's what I would do. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Give, give him, never mind, I can't say that on the air. <laughs> you can't. Broadcast regulations don't, don't apply. Yes, no, anyway. So, Dylan, are you still with us, or did you ask, wise up and leave? I'm still there. Listening to you two bickering is just fantastic. Yes, 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 yes. No man so, so, Dylan, uh, my co-host didn't want to announce it, but you, uh, part of your talk on uh, Spiracus will be, what? what? Wait, it's what? going to be the 10 most haunted castles in Great Britain, which okay. is what I said when I introduced him. And and how and how uh, are you qualified to tell us what the 10 most haunted castles in Britain? He's been there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you let well, us talk? <laughs> Obviously. Thank you, Steve. Um, I've been running the Great British Ghost Tour website since 2010, uh, which has got loads of uh, cases of hauntings, of apparitions, all sorts of weird and wonderful things across the United Kingdom. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of different stories on the website, and that's at www.greatbritishghosttour.co.uk. But I'm picking out... Ten of the most haunted castles Ooh. that we have to offer. Now, bearing in mind, this is a big ask because, just give you an example. I mean, how many castles do you think there are in Great Britain? Uh, six or seven. Eleven. It's way more. In Wales alone, there uh -huh. are 600 castles. How many? 600 in Wales alone. 600? Where do they put them? No, exactly. Now, Wales is the size, if you're listening in the USA, Wales is the size of Clark County, where you will find Las Vegas. So that gives you, a size of, that gives you an idea of how big Wales is. Now, yeah. in England, there are... Should have about, been called Sardinia. Yeah. Now, in England, there we've, are, got, we've got, was, got 11 castles in our garden. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so narrowing it down from, like, literally about 5,000 or so... Uh, to 10 is quite an ask. So going to back to your 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 site the Great British Ghost Tour I believe yeah. unless I screwed it up. Um, how do you get the information for for the site? A number of um, number of sources really looking at a lot of the research from books that have been written on the subject um, that have been that I've got in my library. Uh, actually going out there, interviewing people, and also visiting the locations as well, speaking to people who work at them and collecting the accounts, looking at things that you find uh, in the press and the media. Um, I'm not saying that any of them and all of them are, are true. Um, you know, you, you've you obviously got to take that and judge it for yourself. This is a portal to have a look at what those stories actually are and, and go from there. Now, you, you mentioned a funny thing because uh, it, you said something that really irritates me. Uh, <laughs> and I just got in a big discussion with Lou Balassi on this. It, it seems that and, – and a friend of mine uh, who some, I co-host the show with, uh, uh, the international show, in fact, uh, also is, is the same way. And, and that you, you fail to commit. You always add this little caravan that like, you know, I have these great stories, but I don't know if they're true. It's like – 
why do we do that? Why why do you guys do that? Why don't you say I have these great stories? You're not you're not saying that you believe the great stories. You're not saying anything. You just say you have the great story, but you always add this caravan to it that like oh I don't know if they're true or whatever. It's like I don't know why that people do that. I, so I'm trying to understand. Are you referring to me when you I, said your co-host? I, I don't think international. I don't know. Because, because actually, if you recall, I've had the same problem when people say allegedly about haunted houses or, or cases. Yeah. It either is or it isn't. But people have this desire to attach this word allegedly because I think it gives them more credibility. They, they is believe it, it giving them more credibility or are they, no, if they believe to be, be no. uh, chastised or, or no. whatever? I think it, it's because they believe it gives them an air of credibility. Because they, they, can I keep on this? Tilly, why, why do you do it? Why did you just do it? Because yeah. uh, having looked at, you know, looking at different places, you, you pick up three or four different books which mm-hmm. all mention the same place, mm-hmm. and yet there'll be discrepancies in, in each and every version. Uh-huh. So, therefore, unless you can actually speak to the specific witness in each case, ah, good man, you can't actually say. That is actually correct. Okay. So you've got accounts, and accounts vary according to the source. So unless you can actually trace the original source, you, you can't say with any guarantee that what was experienced you, was accurate. You could, you could tell your story as long as you give it source. I mean, that, that's yes. nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's uh, It's not on you. It's, it's on the source to, to be true. I mean, you, you, this is what I have read in a book, uh, this book, particular book. So you're not wrong. It doesn't hurt your credibility at all. It's, it's, you're just quoting a particular source. Yeah. And, and, and so many people do that. And, and you're right. Uh, uh, what's your name, uh, Steve? Is is that a lot of people use that word allegedly or, or whatever? Or, or I don't might not be. Or they'll they'll tell you an experience, and then they say, "Well, it might be something else." It's like, well, you, did you have the experience or not? I I'm, mean, I'm a skeptical psychic. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm so glad. That, that's a common one that you uh-huh. encounter. Right. You know, mediums who claim to be scientific and skeptical. If you're a medium, if you're a medium, you believe what you do is real, and so why are you well, skeptical? I you do. Why would you be skeptical? Exactly. It's like it's like you're doing chemistry, and all of a sudden, well, I don't know if it's you know. <laughs> there is, there is, there's actually another form of cop out which is used by some uh, people, ed- educators, and what they say is presenting the evidence, letting you decide. Well, hell no! If you're the expert and you're presenting a case, then you should also have the wherewithal to present your argument, not cop out and go. Well, we're just presenting things, letting you decide. That's a cop-out. But, Dylan, you, you don't really, uh, and I, I, get, I don't know for sure, but I'm asking you, is you don't really say that this is, uh, this is haunted because of this. You, you, you're saying uh, you get basically given accounts of, of hauntings at a particular location. Is, is that correct? In other words, you're, you're not presenting a case for, for evidence. Uh, what, I, what I'm going to be presenting is the fact that w- with the 10 castles that I'm going to be looking at, uh-huh. these ones that have got lots and lots of accounts associated with them, 
But uh-huh. if they, in reality, if they are actually haunted, well, we'll have to. That's a separate matter, isn't it? You'll have to. Um, you know, I'm not invest. I'm not going to go to each of the ten castles and conduct but, a thorough investigation. But they are. In, but the, there is there is the basic error that you're making, Dylan. They are haunted, because to be haunted, you merely have to have. Well, no, you have to have somebody def- describe what defines a haunting. Mm. A repetitive series of similar events that are reported by a multiple, multitude of people um, over a period of time, blah, 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 blah. So the fact that people are reporting it, it is, by definition, haunted. So you don't need to say whether or not it is haunted or it's allegedly haunted because it either is or isn't haunted. Mm-hmm. And if people are reporting phenomena and claiming that they're having experiences that, that conform to the definition as we understand it of a haunting, therefore it is haunted. Right. It would be like saying, you know, well, anyway, moving on. I mean, that would just say we, we I allegedly saw a ghost. If you saw a ghost or you didn't see a ghost, it's well, not you saw allegedly. You saw You're, something. That, if you believe you are, it's a ghost, then... It's, no, it's you, a ghost in your mind. I think the slight difference there, I don't know, Dylan, from a, a police evidential point of view, but you are alleging it was a ghost if you make the claim. So, so you might say, I are, saw a so ghost. You're, basically, you're alleging a if place you say, I, if you say, Well, no, uh, because there's Automatic, a Automatically. Yeah, if you turn around and say, that cat, it, there is a definition for haunting. It's not a word that's ambiguous like ghost. Yeah, but so if, if something science conforms, not, not believe in, in hauntings at all? Uh, no, but the dictionary does. <laughs> and the Fucking fact that well, strikes well, again. You know, a word a word has a meaning and a definition. Uh-huh. Uh, some words are difficult to define, like ghost is, but right. haunting is not a difficult word to define. It has a you know a standard definition. Right. So if a building or a location conforms to that definition, it is by definition haunted. Somebody look up what haunting is for me, a haunt place location is for me. And I think what Dylan, what you were saying, and uh, I'm going to come back to Dylan because of his police experience. If you say, if you say, I have seen a ghost, then you are making an allegation or you are alleging that you saw a ghost. Rather than, I allegedly saw a ghost, because that's actually casting doubt on. Your that's true. Definition. That's true. So if I saw a black car at the accident, then I saw a black car. I didn't allegedly yeah. see a black car. No, I mean, I, you, so you if I never... saw a ghost, I saw a ghost. Yeah, you would never uh, to a, to uh, at the scene of a crime, say you know, or an accident, say, well, I allegedly saw a black car, but it might have been white, or it might have been a giraffe, <laughs> or, or it might have been a giraffe. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Dylan? One thing you mentioned, Dylan, uh, Steve mentioned, is that you you were a policeman, so you have that background, correct? That's correct. Now, picking up on that, um, and perhaps this is the way that, you know, because I've worked for, you know, for so long, um, you would say that somebody allege that it happened. You don't know that that is the truth. You're, uh-huh. there, to, you're there to evaluate whether that is the truth. Mm-hmm. So... People say that they've seen or heard or felt or experienced something at a castle. They still allege that. You, you don't know. No, 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 no. They don't. You do. No, what I was saying, Dylan, is Ron, I was picking up on the fact that Ron said he allegedly saw a ghost. Hmm. And he can't. Can he? No. Well, I he saw a ghost or I didn't see a ghost. Yeah. 
But we can you, say... You, he, can, you can say I allegedly... We can say we, he alleged he saw a ghost, but he can't. Yeah. It was semantic, but... Well, we just wasted uh, half the show on this. <laughs> I blame me. That's okay. <laughs> I will still say that they are allegedly haunted. Fine. And I would, I would respectfully disagree. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just glad you're coming. <laughs> Therefore, are, are ghosts real? Oh, let's ask Richard Felix, the expert. What is a ghost? Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> well, yeah, well, first of all, the answer to that question of is, is are ghosts real has to be what is a ghost? Define yeah. a ghost. Because we can't. We, we can define a haunting and an apparition. Or we can define anything we want. Well, we to we us, it may. We it can't, may. actually, because there, is a, there, isn't, there hasn't been a... Uh, you know, if we look at encyclopedias and dictionary, all of them fail to accurately define the experience that we would term a ghost. Um, the Oxford English Dictionary sticks it as the shade or apparition of a dead person. It's in, it's um, in there, yeah. Yeah, but of course, I mean, there are, there are ghosts of... But there are people who can define of, God. To, to them, well, yes. that's the definition of God. To Peter Popoff, it might be something different. To Dylan, it might be something different. Uh, but uh, we can define it. It's, it's what we believe it is. Have you, have you narrowed down your list of top ten, Dylan? <laughs> you got off that subject quick. <laughs> yeah. well, just, remembering we, just remembering we had a guest. Yeah, my, my ten allegedly haunted locations have been narrowed down. It was a ten. It was cannot, cannot reveal them. That's going to be a long title for the talk. In search yeah. of the ten allegedly haunted castles. <laughs> and it, Dylan, uh, going back to your your site, the greater great uh, whatever it is English ghost tour. Yeah. Um, have you run into demons like we talked about in the first part of the show where they've there are, are there any stories about exorcisms and demons there, or there, just are, demons? Uh, there are cases throughout um, throughout the UK where there have uh, demons have been you know, reported at castles in fact there are a number of Welsh castles where there are cases of uh, uh, demons being uh, being reported mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's one in Wales, uh, Rutherland Castle in North Wales, where there is uh, supposedly the ghost of a, uh, a black knight um, that was responsible for uh, luring one of the, uh, the, the old Welsh princesses in medieval Welsh history to her death. Um, so, that they, you know, that they, are, they are out there. Um, but I haven't had any first-hand accounts in, in modern times. Okay. We have one, so- we have one in Pembrokeshire. Who's that, the governor? We have a, we have a, we have a, no, we have a demonically haunted castle in West Wales. We, have we do? A, yeah, it's more often known... Uh, Carew Castle is more often known for its ghostly ape, but it does also have a demonic uh, ghost attached... Uh, got demonic entity attached to it, allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh, Dylan, I, I, let me ask you this, and can you tell me if, if this is true, but uh, in, in my research on... Uh, 
British hauntings and uh, in my book, Coast Ghost Today, I have a few of them listed. And one of them I remember was the, uh, I believe it was the Cardinal or something who was uh, taken away by the devil in a headless course or something. But I noticed that the devil seems more prevalent. And, and Steve has talked about devil playing cards and everything else. The devil seems more prevalent in England than demons. It seems like you, you've you got the big guy himself instead of the little minions. Is, is that... Right, or am I wrong on that? It's just the ones I, I've run across. There are actually quite a few cases where uh, old Saint, uh, old Nick um, has actually turned up at, at various locations. There are uh, a number of accounts in Wales. Uh, for example, at the, uh, Steve will know of Devil's Bridge uh, in Aberystwyth, where uh, the devil... Um, wanted to claim the soul of the first person or the first being that walked over it. So locals um, got an animal to walk over before any person did. So the only soul that the devil would get would be that. Uh, And there are cases where um, somebody would be playing cards on on a Sunday, which was obviously not, you know, religiously, which was religiously frowned upon. Um, So the devil would turn up and play cards with this person. Um, there's a case at Glam's Castle in Scotland uh, mm-hmm. where the devil supposedly played cards uh, with somebody who wanted uh, a challenger that was worthy of, uh, uh, of beating them. So there are lots and lots of cases around Great Britain where, um, where, where the devil has played its part. Mm. And cards. And cards. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a cheat. Very fond of a hand of cards is our devil. It, is he? Or, well. is Dylan, or is Dylan nearly called him St. Nick? St. <laughs> Nicholas, that is you're thinking of. Is, is, that what they, is that what they call him? No. Dylan nearly did, though. It's just funny. I thought he did. He did? Yeah. I thought he said but nearly. He, he, did, cor- he did self-correct. He, no, he self-corrected. Oh, okay. Anyway. Dylan! Yeah, where where can people go to find more about you and the Great British we Ghost? Got time for that? We we're no. going to do it anyway because there's mileage in this in a minute. Okay, <laughs> isn't there? There is. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, it's back to me now. Is it right? Yeah. If you want to go uh, and visit GreatBritishGhostTour.co.uk. Then you can log on. You can find out all the different uh, places around the UK. You know, four great countries of England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. And uh, you can click on there, go through all the different counties, and take a really good virtual wander around all the places that uh, hopefully one day you can actually visit in real life. Now, in addition to that, uh, just is is touring around uh, haunted places. Dylan is also a bit of a media mogul and has made a number of documentaries, uh, both for radio and for television, um, including one for, well, one for Hollywood. That's all we can say at the moment. Really? Really. Ah, I'm um, excited. But, but people might be wanting to, uh, might be interested in viewing more. Do you, is there a YouTube page that people can have a look at some of your media output, or, which relates to the paranormal? Well, they can always go to QD, which is K-U-D-I-Z-E.co.uk. There we are. Uh, and there's a great YouTube video on there of uh, some guy called, uh, I think it's Steve Parsons. Oh, God, I knew what this was about. Oh, just shoot me. It's called The Ghost Hunter. Um, yeah. And it, it looks well, at... Yeah, it's only because Ron wasn't available. 
right. You can actually hear Ron on there. And he, you he can. Plays a, he plays a wonderful part on that. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Um, uh, you, get the, you get the opening intro, Ron. You do. Uh, no, so I... that bit, and there's also a couple of radio document, documentaries on there as well. Can we put that link on our website, Steve? On our page? Excuse me. D- Dylan will do it shortly. <laughs> okay, because I can't remember that. It's not very nice. So, anyways, so uh, y- you have a little bit of uh, knowledge in film as well, right? Yeah. Um, that was you know, that documentary is just one of the things that um, has been produced, and you know we are looking at revisiting that um, and seeing if we can uh, we can do something else. Geez, mm. maybe we could put you to use over here. Well, you know that that might be uh, might be you something can, I'd be willing to do. You can see how the Americans actually investigate. Okay, that'll be interesting. That'll be very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Anyways, we've we've seen um, Ghost Adventures. Yeah, yeah. True. Isn't that how it works? Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Ghost Hunters. There you go. Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters. Rooty Toot Plumbers. Uh, you, I'd be careful. You're already banned from them. <laughs> <laughs> I am blocked. Yeah. So I, anyway, I, it was a nervous time when we were in Market Basket Car Park last year, and that uh, rotor rooter truck pulled up outside. <laughs> I thought me, I thought my time was up. <laughs> there you go. It was black. Anyways, um, Dylan, you are yeah. also. It, some people may know, some people may not know, you're also the teller of Curious Tales. And I understand... Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know if that's... People haven't seen me and the the teller in the same room at the same time together. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you're saying there's a chance. They they could. (laughs) Well, there's more chance of that than in being the stick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, the teller... And I understand... Uh, to the grapevine that there will be a live performance of the Teller Curious Tales at uh, Spiracus this year? There is a very distinct possibility there could be an extreme mistake allegedly could be, might be, yeah, there might sort be of. Exclusive <laughs> performance, an exclusive Teller of Curious Tales mm. with a glamorous assistant as well. No, they didn't. But <laughs> uh, was that God speaking? Was that Peter Popoff? He said, <laughs> that, "That was the voice of our producer." Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> sure, it wasn't Peter Popoff. No, you can't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps he's still on air. You're okay. <laughs> oh, what a shame! I hope he did. <laughs> no, it didn't go on air. That's God. <laughs> now nobody'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Back to Thank God. There you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You've got to go to go. You've got to go to Spirit Quest because there will be an exclusive teller of curious tales. Allegedly. Possibly. And Dylan is very excited. Allegedly. No, he is. He's very excitable. Yeah. Well, allegedly. I don't know that for sure. I can only take your word for it. Dylan, I, I Dylan, don't trust anything you say. Just, just wait till you have to set the room out and then build the fire pit. <laughs> and put, don't forget to install the, the, oh, uh, install the printer. printer. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's a glamorous life. 
<laughs> it is. And we'll be singing that there, a glamorous life for me. But anyways, <laughs> Dilly, we want to thank you for joining us. And I have no idea what you talked about, but I'm sure it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can uh, definitely, uh, you know, find out more about Dylan if you go to his website, which is the Great British Ghost Tour. And I can't do the dot .com. UK thing. But, There'll be a uh, link on the Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page when Dylan go. gets around to doing it shortly. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that because... Uh, the link. Yeah, yeah excite linking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can also come and meet uh, Dylan and, unfortunately, Steve as well at uh, Spirit Quest this year uh, on September 28th, 29th, 30th. Tickets are on sales now. Uh at IndieGhostProject.com, the letter N, the letter E, GhostProject.com. And we also have Jeff Belanger there as well. And, uh, hey, gosh, I'll be there too, son of a gun. And we will have the debut of my new book, More Ghost Chronicles. So there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll have the first copies available at that time. And you can get a signed one too. Woo! All right, we got to go. Michael Bless. Yeah, we want to thank Dylan for joining us, and we want to thank Steve for being Steve. And allegedly, allegedly, this show will go on on air. We've gone. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. We have. No, we haven't. Uh, Well, the producer is saying tunes, and that was that doesn't mean it. That just means the tunes are on, which means we have to wrap it up. Jeez, you know nothing about radio. Anyway, moving on, we say good night and God bless. I know nothing about radio. That word's going to come back and haunt you. Yeah, right. I can... to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.